open. Show my whole friends living life on a slow end. You gotta keep rolling. This deal is do, it's do, it's fine. I f so much I can't sleep. What it do, what it do, what it do, BTSC 365 Podcast, back up and jumping baby, it's the day after the finals, I know it's the afternoon time, somebody hit me up and said, hey it's Tuesday, I know we got a podcast right, of course you do, of course you do, and we're starting it off talking about game 5 and how the Warriors closed things out last night, 129 to 120. They handled business, they didn't fold, they didn't nut up, and they took care of what they needed to take care of. Kevin Durant got his first championship. The Warriors got their second in the last three years. Oh yeah, KD was the MVP, of course. I mean, he was the best player on the floor for the Warriors. Even though folks act like Steph wasn't out there dropping 30-some points in the last three games. I'm just saying. He wasn't going to be the MVP, but he wasn't just out there, you know, riding, you know, out there alone for the ride. I mean, it's full circle. You know, it's full circle. Kevin Durant came to Golden State to win a championship. I don't care what he's talking about, basketball purposes and all that. That man came there to win. People say, well, the competitive nature of this, the competitive nature of that. Folks say, don't chase the money, chase the ships. Well, he chased the ship and he got him one on his first try. First try with this team, that is. First try with this team. I didn't forget 2012 already. I hadn't forgot it. And it's been a lot of talk. I've been listening to a lot of narratives out there on whether or not this championship should count or whatever. Look, man, at the end of the day, he went out there to get a ring. Was it a whole move? Was it a punk move? Bogus? Weak? Cupcake move? In the eyes of most, yes. But the only two eyes that matter are Kevin Durant. And if he was cool with the decision, then cool. I mean, he's the one who got to sleep at night. And he's sleeping real well with $25 million in the bank. And a new championship ring about to be created for him. Look, the Cavs did what they could, but let's just be honest, man. With Richard Jefferson, Iman Shumpert, J.R. Smith, Cal Corver, Tristan Thompson, and Kevin Love playing like the boo-boo, ain't no way they was going to beat that team. Kevin Love out there looking like, man, the boo-boo Johnson. Tristan Thompson been on this Kardashian juice, and he showed up a little bit last night in Game Four. Game Four and Five, I'm, I'm gonna give it to him. He, he he stepped up. But damn, where was you Game One through Three? And yeah, LeBron James averaged a triple double. Big whoop, big whoop. I know it's a lot of hype about the triple double this year. Russell Westbrook might be winning the MVP in a couple weeks just because. Hey, well, not a couple weeks, but next week, just because he averaged a triple double. LeBron James was padding his stats, man. He was padding his stats. At the end of the game, he started being a lot aggressive. They were down 10, 12. Yeah, it was a minute and a half, two minutes left. That wasn't making no difference in the outcome of the game. I knew the game was over when I saw Tristan Thompson and David West kissing. I said, oh, no, nah, this this, this, this over with right here. Like, what the hell going on? I don't care what nobody say. No man should be that close to another man's face. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, I said it. My show. I can say what I want to say. I said, man, Tristan Thompson out here getting hold by David West. But David West just ain't no little boy either. He not finna just let nobody run up on him like that. Hell, David West out here chasing rings. He trying to get that championship. He sacrificed money too. He went to the Spurs last year thinking, okay, I could probably get a ring here. It didn't happen. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go to Golden State. I bet I get a ring there. And for all those people who like, man, Klay Thompson going to leave in 2019. He done already came out and just pretty much told everybody, hey, stop your shit. I'm more about my legacy than being the man on another team. I'm trying to get some more rings with Golden State. 
I'm not a Golden State fan, but look, I respect greatness. I always say that. I respect greatness. Whether or not I cheer for the team or not, I like seeing greatness. So can they do it again? Oh, you know, they, what, two to one odds, one to two odds, however it go. I don't gamble. So, you know, Vegas say they going to win. And for everybody saying, well, Kevin Durant went there and they had them down 3-1, but they lost to them when they was up 3-1. Like, he knew he wasn't going to beat them with what he had in, in Oklahoma City. It's just not going to happen. Now, last year, the Warriors up 3-1. Draymond Green gets suspended for game five. They lose. Then he come back for game six. They lose that one. Then they lose game seven, too. But they needed Kevin Durant more than Kevin Durant probably needed them. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to say more. I'm going to say as much. Because the first time they went, they won. They beat Cleveland without Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love on the floor. Then last season rolls around. And they were up 3-1 to one with them on the floor. But then they lost. Now, I'm not one of those people who say, well, they lost the series because Draymond Green was suspended for game five. Nah, I won't say that because they lost game six and game seven, and he was on the floor then, too. Yes, it's a game about momentum and highs and lows, but you had two more shots at it. Win for 48 minutes, and it's over with. But they didn't get that done because they needed Kevin Durant. They needed those types of services. He's a great offensive weapon. He really a seven-foot shooting guard. Like, that's really what I see, a seven-foot shooting guard out there. So this year, instead of LeBron being able to kind of roam around and play, you know, safety and just play the passing lanes or beat up on Steph and beat up on Clay, he had to deal with Kevin Durant for 48 minutes. So, you know, shout-out to them, man. Hats off. Another great season in the books. NBA draft is next week, so I'm ready for that. You know, we're going to debate on this for the next week or two. Hell, well, people will, not me. I'm done talking about it. Just like... After this statement, I'm done talking about this, too. The Warriors team supposedly had elected to not go to the White House. Then another report came out from a team official saying, hey, we hadn't gotten invited to the White House yet. And when we do, we'll handle that when we get there. So pretty much Trump hadn't reached out, but they probably going to deny him whenever he do reach out. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Donks Bar and Grill in Nashville, Tennessee, Antioch, Tennessee area. It was great being able to cover game two, three, four, and five from Dunks. Great environment, great people. Ownership is wonderful. Y'all should check them out whenever you're in the Nashville area. Also, if you're listening and you don't follow me on social media, go to Twitter and Instagram right now. Well, no, don't go right now because you're listening. But go to Twitter and Instagram. Follow your boy at B-T-S-E underscore 365. Also... I want to cover something real quick here. There's a young man by the name of Luke Heimlich. In 2011, he pled guilty to child molestation. He had two charges, but one was dropped as part of his plea deal. The reason this is now coming out is because he failed to register as a sex offender in the state of Oregon back in 2012 when he moved there because the incident happened in the state of Washington. Now, the story goes as such. Between February of 2011 till December of that same year, he was molesting one of his young family members, four to five years old to be exact. He served some time in rehab. Uh, He went to some counseling. He never did detention center time. He never went to juvie. He never went to jail. And after completing his three-year probation, He was cool. He had to register as a sex offender on the lowest level, non-repeat level, but he was still registered. 
Heimlich is 11-1 as a starter for Oregon State right now. They're in the College Baseball World Series Super Regionals. But he elected not to play because he said he didn't want to be a distraction to his team. He probably will be drafted. If he wasn't drafted the other night, he'll probably be drafted. Now, the thing, my only problem with this is this. First thing is this. As someone who I seem to always believe that I like advocating for the athletes, you know, when the law is brought up, people deserve second chances and things of that nature. Cool. From the athletic side of things, it's messed up that this story is coming out right when the team is getting hot. Well, the team is hot. It's the number one ranked team in the country. He's their ace. And now the story drops that he was molesting a child. First of all, he's a sick bastard. I don't want to hear nothing about rehab and all that. He's sick. If you're molesting a child, you sick. I don't mean sick like, oh, he just needs some treatment. I mean, he's a sick bastard. You molesting a kid. You 15, 16 years old touching on a little girl that's in your family that's four or five. I don't care if she's not in your family. You touching on a, on a child, on a toddler. What the hell are you thinking? But for the athlete side, for me to advocate for the athlete, why is the story just now coming out? When everything is on the line, he, he's about to pitch in the College Baseball World Series. He's about to be drafted, possibly in the first round. And then this story dropped. Who did he piss off? That's really what I want to know. Who did he piss off? But the real problem is with the justice system, man. Like, I don't care what nobody say. If that's a black guy, baseball player, football player, regular player, whatever, anybody that's black. Unless his family got a whole lot of money. Man, he gone to jail. Not juvie. They sending that boy to jail. He gone. He up the river. He pushing up daisies. Ain't no more talking to do. I don't care what the plea deal is. But it's called privilege, good people. It's called white privilege. And you see it every day. This is just one of the cases. I feel for that young girl. I feel for a family. You know, his family, hell, it's a family member of his. And now it's coming back out, so people want to know who's the girl, who's the child. It's a child. You molested a child, bro. What the? What? People deserve second chances when they foul up in life. Believe me, I know. But some things, man, they're, they're just unforgivable. Some things are just unforgivable. Yes, he was. A, somebody said, well, he was a teenager. He was a, So? He was 16. He knew better. He knew what he was doing was bogus. Now, molestation doesn't necessarily mean rape, but I don't care if he's touching a child on her ass. Whatever he's doing, he could be rubbing her hair wrong. He could be trying to put his penis on it. Whatever he's doing, he bogus. He is bogus. That's 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 just bogus. You know what? I'm running my blood pressure up. Let me let me just stop. But yeah, Luke Heimlich is his name. He pitches for Oregon State, and you can Google. You'll see everything I'm talking about is true. It, it's it's real sad though. It's real sad. Hey, shout out to Club 51 AAU basketball team. The head coach is Mr. Terrence Hillsman. They're located here in Antioch, Tennessee. Right now, they're having a fundraiser. They're trying to get to the state tournament. Over the weekend, they were doing a car wash, a bake sale. I think they had barbecue, too. So, you know, check them out. You can contact Coach Hillsman at 615-891-8930. Again, that's 615 615- Eight nine one eight nine three zero. Oh yeah, by the way, gotta hit you with the Stanley Cup, man. Like it's over with. It's been over for a couple of days now. But Game Six was Sunday night here in Nashville. It was a vibrant scene in Smashville. The stage had been set with the Penguins looking to go back to back, and the game was physical from the drop of the puck. The game went scoreless for the entire game. Well, not the entire game. There was a 
goal called back against Nashville. There was an inadvertent whistle, and we had a goal. They took it away. It was a bunch of BS. The refs really was on the side of of the Penguins most of the series. I won't get into that, though. But the game was scoreless all the way up until the last minute and a half when former Preds player Patrick Harkwitz, the second goal was scored on an empty net because we were trying to put that extra play out there. Now, this is the fifth championship for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, Mario Lemieux, Mario Lemieux, excuse me. He's now been a part of all five championships for the Penguins. Two as a player, three as an owner. That's greatness right there. That's greatness. Just think if Michael Jordan would have retired, well, after he retired that last time and he went to Washington, just think if he would have owned the Bulls and won championships with the Bulls. Like, that type of stuff. That's that's what Mario Lemieux done. But hats off to the Predators, man. It was a great season. Nobody expected them to go this far. They were the last ranked team in the playoffs. So hopefully next season we can build off of this momentum, take it into next year, and try to make another run for Lord Stanley's Cup. And June is Black Music Month. For today, in honor of Black Music Month, I'm going to talk a little bit about Tupac Shakur. That's right. Tupac Shakur, the GOAT, in my opinion. Uh, The movie All Eyes on Me drops this Friday, and despite all the BS that I'm sure is going to be behind the scenes with the money and all this didn't happen like that and that didn't happen like this, hey, it's a movie, man. It's a movie. So enjoy the theatrics. Hell, all the movies y'all go see, ain't most of that stuff never happened. So let's, let's go watch the movie and enjoy greatness. Enjoy being able to see a, a story about someone's life that transcended music. You know, it wasn't just music with him. It was music, movies. Like, he could write poetry. He was a hood politician. You know what I'm saying? Like, like enjoy that. Now nah, he wasn't a lyricist like Biggie, but Biggie couldn't do half the things Pac did. He wasn't that talented. Brenda's got a baby? Dear mama? Y'all gonna say, what about hit him up? That wasn't, you know, socially conscious. So? What about keep your head up? Man, come on, bro. White man's world. I was bumping that yesterday. Look, I could go on. I really could. But I'm sure y'all get my point. So, for music, movies, fashion, Pac reached it all. Love him or hate him, you can't deny his legacy. And we can't forget about Juneteenth next week, which is June 19th, as we celebrate the freedom of, well, not slaves, captives. We celebrate the freedom of the captive people. And if you're one of my listeners who's never heard of Juneteenth, don't be ashamed to go Google Juneteenth. You Google everything else. Google Juneteenth and what that means. So this weekend, I'll be at the Juneteenth Festival in Memphis. It's a holiday that I believe we as a people should celebrate as much as Christmas, Easter, Thanksgiving, Fourth of July. Hell, some of y'all celebrate those and don't know what they mean either. You quick to go buy your new Easter outfit. You quick to be at the church on Christmas or Thanksgiving. You quick to do all of that, but you know you don't know nothing about none of this that I'm talking about right now. And I'm not going to give it to you, so I want you to educate yourselves, good people. Google Juneteenth if you've never heard of it before. And if you have heard of it and need some brushing up, Google it and, and just check it out. Look for those events in your area. You never know. It could be some free events going on because the ones in Memphis, free 99 Get some knowledge in your life. Gain some substance in your life, my good people. Damn. Look, that's all I got for you today. I want you to also follow my family, man. I got soul underscore three for the soulful movement. Y'all just don't understand what's cooking up right now. The soulful movement is, is one of those things where when you when you look at it and when you see what's about to happen with it, you be like, dang, like, 
I get where he coming from. It's about soul, baby. It don't matter about race, creed, or nothing. It's all about the culture. You can get your soulful movement apparel at soulfulmovement.bigcartel.com. And after you grab his shirts, go to btse365.bigcartel.com. For those of you who recently placed the order, they should be shipping out for you next week. Also, if you're a music artist out there and you want your music to be played on my platform, hit me up. Hit me in my IG DM. Shoot me an email, talks 731 at gmail.com. Let's work, man. Let's work. Let's, let's, let's get together. Let's do something. Let's collab. I'm always down for that. So get at me. I'm out. Love somebody today is always make love, not war. Love is the answer, baby. It's always the answer. BTSE 365. <laughs>